Pretty Girl Vibes podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor makes it easy to upload and distribute podcasts for free with step-by-step instructions and user-friendly tips and tricks. I highly recommend Anchor for any and all of your podcast needs, so check them out today. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is Thursday, March 16th. You are hearing this Sunday, March 19th. I am getting ready to, I've already packed, I've cleaned the house some. I am going to Colleen tomorrow after work. Well, I'm leaving work early because it's supposed to rain, allegedly. Fingers crossed it just rains in the morning and it's done raining by the time I get on the road. Because if you live in Texas or if you have ever driven in Texas when it rains, motherfuckers cannot drive like we already can't fucking drive but don't let it be a little splash of water on the ground and bitch we just all driver's egg goes out the motherfucking window okay so anyway i'm going to colleen tomorrow and i will be back in houston on sunday i'm going to spend some time with my mommy hopefully see my daddy um I'm going to try to see my man before I come back to Houston. And I'm really going to Colleen because I have a chapter meeting um, Saturday. So typically when I go to Colleen and I say I'm going to visit my parents or whatever, or like that's the narrative I stick to when I try to get sympathy from my people at work to let me leave early. I always say I'm going to see my parents, but typically I'm going to a chapter meeting do I see my parents? Obviously, I stay with my mama when I go, but that is the plan. I am recording this while sitting, people watching the folks in my garage that are just not getting off work. Um, so my life update, y'all know I haven't said I'm going to start doing life updates or weekly updates. I'm not feeling 100% better. I did get my blood work back on Sunday, like shortly after I recorded um, this past week's episode or last week's episode. I am not pregnant. I don't have anemia, but we do think I have vertigo. So I've been taking meds for that this week and I feel a little better. Although today... My stomach hurts a little bit. It's more like crampy. So I don't know what's going on with that. But hopefully I can just sleep it off. Nothing really major has happened this this week. I've been super fucking busy at work. I literally, I promise you, I got sick that one day. And then I took a half day the next day. And I feel like ever since I got back to work last Monday, it has just been go, go, go. I, I didn't necessarily get behind, but there's certain stuff that I have to get done on certain days. Excuse me, that was not ladylike. There are certain things that I have to get done by certain dates throughout the month. And so I'm working on that. I've been completely swamped. I literally just got the phone um, with my man and I was telling him how, because I haven't really talked to him either this week, really. Last week I wasn't feeling good, so I really wasn't talking to anybody. 
this week I've just been super busy at work. I went out, like I told you, I went out Monday night and I feel like I was still recuperating yesterday. I didn't go to the gym Tuesday. I went to sleep around 8, 8.30 Tuesday and yesterday, Wednesday. And today I don't know if I'm still awake because I drank an energy drink at lunch or what, but I'm actually not going to be mad if I crash here in the next hour, hour and a half, because I have a busy day tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym in the morning. Obviously it's cardio day. So I'm gonna just do a cute little 30 minute cardio sesh. It's Friday. And on Fridays, I typically treat myself to either Dunkin' or Starbucks, but it's giving Starbucks tomorrow. Like my go-to order at Starbucks right now is either a venti iced skinny vanilla latte or i have started there's this youtube girl that i started watching and i'm obsessed with this order but she gets a chai with four scoops of matcha bitch venti iced chai four scoops of matcha with sugar-free vanilla go get it tell me how you like it tell me how many times in a week you go get it that shit right there is bomb as fuck. I also love a dirty chai too, which is just because chai, I didn't realize it because it's a tea. It doesn't come with like tea has caffeine, but like a dirty chai is a chai tea and you add espresso. So I love me a good dirty chai every once in a while too. Um, but that's all for updates. So we're going to jump right into the motherfucking episode because I don't want to crash while I record this. And something tells me that Everybody I didn't talk to today is going to be looking for me within the next hour or so because everybody knows that typically I'm in the bed by nine. Last couple of days has been eight. So it is now 7.16. So we finna get into it. Y'all see the title of the motherfucking episode. We're talking about dating and I just got a really good response on the episode that I talked about having a new man, being in a relationship. This ain't what this is about. This is not what this is about. And honestly, y'all, I want to see if I can go an episode without saying my man. I think I've just, I don't know, like he's such a normal part of my life now. It's kind of hard not to say. And like I said, I've been, well, I had been single for like over a year. So being able to say my man is just It's starting to become part of my everyday vocabulary, and I love it. But anyways, I'm talking about dating altogether. Like, take my relationship, soon-to-be relationship, whatever the fuck. Take that out the motherfucking equation. We're just talking about dating in general. So we are talking dating in 2023. And my definition of dating, and I have talked to my man about this too, he doesn't know, like I said, he doesn't know what my podcast name is, but he knows I have a podcast. So if he were to ever listen to this shit, I I could just imagine. Anyways, my definition of dating is you go out on dates, you converse, you try to build relationships with multiple people. I'm not saying, it kind of goes back to my whole ideal of I don't put all my eggs in one basket. And I want to give a disclaimer. I am not talking about my relationship. Will I caveat and discuss it as it pertains to the topics I talk about? Of course. But I'm taking that out of it. I'm talking about before him, last year, before him and I started doing whatever the fuck we were doing, single me. I'm talking from a single perspective. 
Dating to me means not putting all of your eggs in one basket and you talk to more than one person. Whether it's you talk to girls and dudes, you just talk to dudes, you just talk to girls, you talk to everybody and their mother, quite literally. I'm talking about you figure out who the fuck is worth spending your time with. And I don't see an issue with talking to, going out with, conversing, flirting with multiple people when you're single. You're single. And my whole thing is, is like, I'm not going to know what I like or who I like unless I talk to multiple people. You know what I mean? Like, I got to figure out if I just talk to this one person, it's almost like I'm limiting myself to only that person. So if they have shit about them that I don't like, then it's like, okay, but they're the only person I'm talking to. And I don't have anybody to compare them to. I'm not saying you should compare people because I feel like different people bring out different parts of you. And I don't feel like there's one person that checks all of your boxes. I mean, on the surface level, I do believe somebody should check all your boxes because like, come on, it's surface level. But I feel like when it comes to difference of opinions and values and beliefs, like I said before, if it's not bringing you any type of harm, bitch, we can compromise. We can figure it out. You know what I mean? We can meet halfway. But you're not going to know that unless you talk to multiple people. Me? I ain't talking about me. Because he had made the comment. He was talking to like four or five different bitches when he was dealing with me, right? And I told him that he was one of 11. That sounds very far-fetched. But my friends that know, no. No, I really was talking to like 11, 11 or 12 niggas at the time. And it wasn't even like, oh, no, serious shit. It was just, bitch, I'm bored. And each one of the dudes I was talking to brought out something or piqued something different of my interest. What made me pick my man is that he made himself different. We was talking about shit that like I actually gave a fuck about. It was more than just what you doing? How was your day? When can I come see you? When can we link? When can we do whoop, whoop, whoop? Like it was more than just that with him. That's what made him different from the other 11, 10, 12 niggas I was talking to. And I actually don't have no shame in my game. Like, I'm going to talk to who I want to talk to, especially when I'm single. Like, there are no limits, in my opinion. And you don't know what you don't know. So you got to figure it out. And sometimes that means talking to every nigga and his best friend. And it is what it is. Like, there's no shame in that. No shade, no tea. Like, I might like your homeboy and I might not like you, but I wouldn't know who your homeboy was if I didn't know you. You know what I mean? And I've done that before, but I'm very transparent with my shit. Like, I have talked to a cousin, a homeboy here and there, but I'm very transparent. Like, especially if I know that y'all are close, it's like, oh, well, no, I talked to so-and-so. Like, you know, I talked to so-and-so. And if that nigga said he don't care, then cool. As long as it's not no you trying to see if I'm green type situation. I'm not going for none of that, but shit, it's a very small world. And I'm starting to see that a lot of the niggas I have dealt with in the past either run in the same circles or are acquaintances. And so I'd rather be up front and let you know it is what it is. And me and that individual are no longer dealing with each other, but I'm fucking with you now. So if that's going to be a problem, cool, we can dead it here and part ways. Like there's no bad blood, 
But if you're going to move forward with me, you can't say that you didn't know. No man I have ever dealt with, and I know for a fact I have dealt with somebody in their immediate circle or somebody they're close with, can say that they didn't know that I dealt with that person before them. And that's always been a thing. Like, I've never messed with unless I'm being petty. I have done that to play get back. I'm not going to lie. But if I'm seriously trying to approach someone and I know for a fact that I've dealt with somebody that they know before then I'm I'm gonna let them know like yeah me and so and so dealt with each other this how it went down the shit's dead you do with that information that you will but now you know like all my cards are on the table you do what you do with it but I'm never gonna deal with somebody and then somebody they fuck with at the same time like I might I don't do I've never I'm no I have done that I don't do that now or I wasn't doing that prior to me really getting serious with the person I'm getting serious with now. So that's my definition of dating. The long version, the version that everybody is just doesn't want to talk about or it's unpopular or whatever the fuck. I don't really care because I was single, popping my shit. I'm not ugly. So it is what it is. Now, being that I am now talking to someone serious and I'm not going to say we're exclusive, but we have a mutual respect for each other because he has not asked me to be his girlfriend. That's like a big thing for me. And I only say it's a big thing for me because I feel like my ex got off on that sometimes because technically he never asked me to be his girlfriend. We just started moving like we were dating. And anytime we would get into an argument, he would be like, well, technically I never asked you to be my girl. You know what, nigga? You show motherfucking right. So this go round, I told myself, like, you're going to have to ask me to be your girl. And that's just is what it is. Like, I'm, we have a, like I said, we have a mutual respect for each other. So, like, technically, he's single. Technically, I'm single. But we have a certain level of respect for each other and have set certain boundaries as far as us as a unit and... I can honestly say that I'm only talking to him. I would hope he's only talking and fucking with me and fucking me because that's a thing now too. So, and I've always told him and I'll always tell anybody, I would much rather you be straightforward with me and let me know at the point that you feel like this ain't what you want to do because not only do I think it's respectful, but like I say, nigga, we're fucking. And I have been in a situation where I was sleeping and messing with somebody thinking we're exclusive and he fucking every bitch and her best friend. And I just feel like sexual health is a major thing, especially in my generation, because everybody is walking around just raw dogging, going with the vibes. Like, no, that's fucking disgusting. I need to know like who you're with who you're doing it with. And that's not me trying to like keep tabs on you. Nigga, I'm trying to protect myself. Because what? Because if we don't work out and I have to go and deal with another nigga, like I'm not trying to take no parts of you with me. So at least, the least you could do is give me the that amount of respect and let me know like, hey, yeah, like I'm fucking with you. Like I really fuck with you, but I'm also doing this, that, and third with the next bitch. And that's cool because at that point, I can do with that information that I want. Just like I would expect you to do the same. So I am very big now on being asked to be someone's girlfriend. 
I'm not going to assume like, yeah, him and I move like it's just us against the world type shit. But at the end of the day, like you have not asked me to be your girlfriend. So I'm not going to call you my boyfriend. I will call you my man as a general statement. And everybody knows what that means. But to me, it's a very broad generalization. Like my man could mean, oh, I'm just fucking him. That's my man. Or like, no, that's my man. That's my nigga you need to tread the fuck lightly. Like, I feel like it could range anywhere between there. So he has not asked me to be his girlfriend. No. And we have that conversation often because I always want to make sure that we're on the same page. So I do, I do G check him every once in a while. Like, nigga, what you doing? Like, what the fuck we got going? Like, are we still on the same page? And he lets me know. He gives me that reassurance as much as he claimed he don't get validation. Yes, he does. And as of right now, we're on the same page. We are technically not a couple, but it's like, I feel like the people in his life that are supposed to know he's with somebody know, the people in my life that are supposed to know that I'm fucking with somebody know. And then of course, if you're on my close friends list on Instagram, y'all know I pop my shit about that nigga. But I feel like the key factors that would solidify us being together are slowly but surely coming together and so I can take that I did give him an ultimatum as like caveat in that I did give him an ultimatum like we were joking one day and he was like summer's coming up and I was like if I ain't got a nigga by June like I'm out in the streets like I'm outside my birthday's in the summer like I'm finna pop my shit you ain't finna hold a bad bitch down for long and he kind of looked and I'm like oh yeah by the way if you can't figure out by June that you want to be with me or that, that that's the direction we're moving in, sorry, you're going to have to to get left. I'm sorry, you're holding up the spot. Because I'm also the type, like, like I said, I was talking to a whole bunch of dudes, like, casually before I met him. And, like, when him and I were still trying to figure out, like, if we really was fucking with each other. So at the end of the day... Like, you know that you're not the only nigga that wants to fuck with me. Just like I know I'm not the only bitch that wants to fuck with you. You know what I mean? But I'm going to move a certain way to let you know that, like, I really want to fuck with you on that level, like, and beyond. But if I'm not getting that same type of energy, sir, I'm moving on. I, and that goes for anybody. Like, I'm moving on. This is the first time I feel like I've ever given somebody a quote-unquote ultimatum, though, because typically I'll just let myself, like flirt and talk and fuck and go out and do relationship shit but at the end of the day it's like oh well, we haven't established anything I'm done doing that I'm done doing it it ties into me you have to ask me to be your girl because I cannot assume niggas will do relationship shit with you all day like all day long have you fallen in love doing the whole motherfucking nine but when some shit pop off or like he feel like he want to have his cake and eat it too well Technically, you not my girl. You know what, nigga? You show motherfucking right. Technically, I'm not. So I'm going to take that and run with it. Fuck you. But I'm going to go do what the fuck I want to do. Because you can't seem, you know what I mean, to lock a bad bitch down. And that's cool. I'm going to go fuck with somebody who, who can, who wants to. So do I get that energy from him? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. Like I said, this is me speaking outside of what I got going on now. But also tying in little tidbits because I do fuck with him. I know he fucks with me, but that's just where I am in my life right now, in my dating life. Like, I need to know that if I'm putting all my eggs in one basket, but that you're doing the same, like that I'm gonna get the same thing 
that I'm giving. And if I'm not, I'm going to move on. End of story, done deal, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, sir. You're not giving me what I need, so I'm going to go find somebody who is. So, yes, I gave an ultimatum. But I gave an ultimatum on the basis of I'm not here for play play. Like, because at that point, we'll be like six and a half, seven months in. So it's like, nigga, I'm not finna talk to you for days on end. And then you don't end up wanting to fuck with me for real. Because now we just wasting time. Like, I'm going to give you this little bit of time to figure out what the fuck you want to do. I've made it clear how I feel. So you either make it do what it does or you get left. I'm sorry. Next. Caller, please. I don't even remember where I was at. See, I told you I'll be jumping around. Oh, so... I wanted to talk about normalizing the evolved term of dating because this is another conversation I've had and my mama hates it. When I say hates it, hates it. So her definition of dating, and you know, when we were in high school and shit, our definition of dating was like, no, that's my man, that's my girl. Now, oh, absolutely not. You could be belong to anybody or you could belong to nobody, but be talking to everybody. So I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way to date. I just feel like communication plays a big part in it. You have to communicate. You don't have to, but I mean, if you are going to be grown about the shit, I would expect you to, or to a certain extent, communicate like what you got going. Like I said, I was talking to 11, 12 different niggas like back in October before me and my man decided, you know, like we going to try this out. And each one of them knew like, I'm single. You're not the only man I'm talking to. Yes, you might be approaching me, and trying to pursue me, but are you really putting some weight behind it? Or are you just trying to flirt and make sure your spot is quote unquote secure? You know what I mean? So I made it clear that I'm single and I'm talking to several people. I'm very transparent and I don't care because I'm grown as fuck. Why am I lying? And I'm, not only am I grown, but I'm single. Like I'm not yours. You know, like niggas be like, oh no, you fuck with me to the uh, negative, sir, because y'all be playing bitches like the fiddle. And I'm not going for none of that. None of it. So we're going to play the same game. But you're not going to like how I play because, nigga, I don't care what you're doing. I really don't. Because at the end of the day, you're single. I'm single. You're one of 11. It ain't no telling what number I am on your list of bitches or where I rank on that list of bitches. So... I'm not going to move a certain type of way until I feel like you are and you're reciprocating the type of energy that I need to cut everybody else off. Like, you know that little meme that be going around or that was going around? It's like, niggas, you going to tie her down or what? Because you holding up the line type shit. Like, I feel like dating in 2023, that's what it is. Like, what are we doing because you holding up the line. Like, bitches have options now. I think it used to be that, like, dudes used to flaunt the fact that they had this girl and her best friend and her auntie up the street, like, wrapped around his finger. But it's like, no, the girlies have peep game. And now they run a game, if not better, than most dudes. And niggas can't handle it. And it's just like, so either get right or get left. Like, you not the only man that want me. And you know that I know that you know that. So why are we even playing? Don't play in my face. Find something safe to do because playing in my face and playing in my phone is not it. It's not giving the vibe, sir. Next. Caller. Please. But that also 
it gets me into the likes and dislikes that I have about dating. What I like is I feel like it allows me to pop my shit and figure out who I want to fuck with. It gives me options. I don't have to be boohoo crying over one nigga no more like I used to because it's like, if this one don't work, I know I got this one that's going to back dough. So, but the dislikes that I have are the fact that it's almost like you have to assume and you have to blindly deal with somebody. I feel like you always have had to do that, but especially for me and being that I'm, I've only been in serious relationships that have involved long distance. It's like, I really have to trust the fact that you're not out here playing in my motherfucking face and making me look stupid to every other bitch. Like, I feel like that is one of my biggest, not insecurities, but it's one of my biggest drawbacks and my one of my biggest hesitations with dating, especially long distance, because I do enjoy the distance. Y'all know I've never lived with a significant other like that for real. Most of the dudes I've dealt with, for real, for real, have never lived in the same geographic location as me. It's always at least a two-hour or more difference. And with two niggas, it was a flight. So I just, while I love the distance, I hate the fact that there's that what-if complex. And I'm one that doesn't like to go with what-ifs because I feel like that ruins everything for you, it's like, well, what if he's doing this? And what if he, okay, but what if he's not? Then you just look goofy. Like, girl, relax. You done got yourself tight in the chest, sliding down a wall, tripping, and he might not even be doing nothing. So it's like the same amount of energy we put into what if he's doing this, I feel like you should put the same amount of energy into what if he ain't? Like, what if he truly is just fucking with you? Like, I know, I know that that don't happen often. I know it doesn't. I hear y'all. I've been there. I've done that. But what if he's not doing that? Like, and then I feel like you push good dudes away because you got this what if complex about you. So I go into it with whatever I'm supposed to know about an individual, God is going to show me exactly what I need to see when I need to see it and how I need to see it. That's why I don't, I don't do pop-ups. I don't check phones. I'm not about to stress myself out searching through no social media. That's not me. Because one thing my great granddaddy used to say, whatever the fuck you go look. I mean, he didn't say that because he was he was a minister. But what I heard was whatever the fuck you go looking for is exactly what the fuck you going to find. And I have gotten to the point now in my adult life that if I feel like I have to go look for it, then it's there. You know what I mean? Because what am I going to do with something like Say you find whatever you're looking for, then what? You have two options. Either leave that nigga alone or argue with him about it and stay. Me, preferably, I don't have the energy to do either. So I just feel like if somebody really is like fucking me over or cheating on me, like I'm going to enjoy the time that I have with them. And the moment that I find that shit out, am I going to be hurt? Yes. Chest is going to be tight than a motherfucker. I will be sliding down a wall, boohoo crying. But that's who that person really is. Like, that's what I'm starting to see. Whatever a person shows you, whatever true colors you finally figure out about that, that's who they are. Believe it. The first time. Believe that. Sis. Yeah, he's cheating. 
Yes, he's fucking this, that and the third bitch and probably her best friend too. That's him. Don't try to change it. And I'm not sticking around to wait for you to change it. I'm not saying a person can't change. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm not sticking around for it because I'm going to believe what the fuck you show me the first time. Because what that tells me is what you're capable of. Just like you're capable of being a good person and doing right by me, I also now know that you're capable of fucking me over behind closed doors and thinking you're going to get away with it. And that's not... I'm not finna stress myself out over that. To me, that's not fun. I want to have fun in my relationship. I mean, difference of opinions is going to come up. Arguments are going to happen, but it should be about real shit, not about you cheating on me or you having me out here looking stupid or you're not claiming me or you moving like you're not in a relationship to the public, but behind closed doors, you want to be up my motherfucking ass. No, we're not. No, I'm not wasting my time because this, again, you're not the only nigga that wants me. So I'm going to go find me somebody who's going to do right the first time. Like, I ain't got to do all this coaching and, and doing the most and snooping and popping up. And I'm not doing all that. That's too much. That's too much. I'm not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. So that's probably like my biggest dislike of dating is like, like I say, me and the person I'm dealing with now, like, we are both technically... By definition, still single. Absolutely. Are we only dealing with each other? Yes. But what I tell him all the time is, is if you go do something or you feel like you need to go disrespect the bond that we have, because technically you're single, I can't get mad at you. I can get mad at the fact that I felt like you disrespected me and that you weren't really taking what we had going serious, but I can't be mad at you. But vice versa, baby. Vice motherfucking versa. If I go out here and fuck the next nigga and his homeboy, you can't be mad because you didn't want me to be your girlfriend. You just wanted to keep me long around long enough to like cater to whatever you had going during whatever season of your life that you're in. But technically I'm single, so you can't be mad. So that's what, while I like it, I also dislike that aspect of dating. And I feel like that also ties into hookup culture. Like, you can just fuck. I've been there. I've done that. When I lived in Dallas and I broke up with my high school boyfriend, absolutely. I was fucking. Like, a lot. And, like, at the peak of hookup culture. And I think it's because I peaked my freshman year of college. Like, my body filled out. My weight distributed. My face, like... She came through. I started taking care of myself. I started tapping into my more feminine side. Like, I really was exuding, like, I, but I was trying to. That's the thing. At the time, I was trying to. Now, a bitch is just fine, like, through and through. Fine as fuck. But at the time, like, I wanted to test my sexuality. Like, I had never gotten that amount of attention before. And then I was newly single. So it's like, yeah, I'm finna fuck. Oh, I'm finna fuck. And I did. I did. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't hide it. I'm very open about it. You do with that information that you will. I don't really give a fuck because it happened. It essentially made me who I am. It made me realize certain things about myself. And I was 18, 19. I'm now 24, getting ready to be 25 years old. If you're going to hold some shit from like five, six years ago over my head, baby, I don't need to be with you no way. Because my whole thing is, is like when... When niggas is fucking and sucking on every bitch and her bestie, 
like I keep saying, it was cool. Having hoes for a dude, that was cool. Being able to run through a certain amount of women for men was cool. But like I say, I feel like women have started to really pop that shit too. And now it's like, oh, she's a hoe. She's this. She, okay, but what does that make you? And I hate that whole argument, well, men can't be hoes. Baby, whatever you want to call it, call a spade a spade. You was fucking and sucking on everybody. You got just as many bodies as I do. So read the room. Read the room. I'm very honest about my body count. It's not high. For me, it was high because I had always told myself I wanted to keep it at a certain number and it's not at that. I'm not saying I got this immaculate ass, outrageous ass number of a body count, but for me to be as transparent and like honest and upfront about it, it does throw some men off. It's just like, oh, yeah, oh, because I'm never going to let you think that you're going to hold something over my head. That's not the type of bitch that I am. And you can't make me feel bad about some shit that I did in my past. You know what I mean? Like, what's done is done. I'm not doing it now. So either take me as I am now or move on. Nobody is holding you hostage, baby. And at one point, I didn't know you. So next caller, sir. But I will say I feel like hookup culture has become very um, careless. Like I say, I'm very big on sexual health. Like, if you are going to be running through women or running through men, at least take care of yourself enough to not get... I don't want to say hurt because, I mean... But essentially, make sure you're taking care of yourself and make sure you're taking care of yourself for you and for whoever you're dealing with because... If you're not going to deal with that person and they're going to move on, like I say, they should not be taking to their next partner what they got from you. That's nasty. It's out of line. We too fucking old for that. So if you're going to fuck everybody, just just do it safely. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not against us. Uh, well, it used to be called smashing pads. Now, then it was missions. Then it was dick appointments. Now it's sneaky links. Just don't take what you get from one sneaky link to the next, please. Like, come on, have some cooth about yourself, sis. Like, we might fuck, but we have some decorum about ourselves. And we need to take care of our vaginas and our mouths because we only get one of each. So that's, I'm getting off my soapbox about hookup culture. That's all I have to say about it. Now I want to talk about, which I feel like I already have, like dating doesn't have to lead to a relationship because I, and I feel like that goes back to my definition of dating. You don't have to get into a relationship with everybody you date. Every date you go on, it's not going to be with your boyfriend or the person that you're, that's going to be your boyfriend. I talked to, I went out, I linked with several people before I dated my ex and before I started dating, talking to the person I'm talking to now. But I had to weed them out. I had to, like, because on the surface, like, you might be physically attractive, but, like, do you have something to talk about? Because y'all know I'm not a talker, but I do like conversations, like good conversations. And if you can, if you can hold a conversation without asking me what you're doing twice in the same conversation, then I'm looking at you like, okay, okay. If you have a personality that matches and allows my crackhead energy to thrive, okay, okay, you're checking the boxes that I need. And what I will say is my man now, 
he admitted to we have the same uh, NFL team. And so at first on Instagram, we only, because I was still dating my ex, we would only talk about football, games, whatever, whatever. Anytime he would mention, oh, let's link for a game, I would dead the conversation. Because when I'm in a relationship, like I'm in a relationship, I might talk to the opposite sex, but at the moment I feel like it's crossing a boundary or I feel like it's something I wouldn't want my man doing, I'm dead in the conversation. So that's that's how that went. And then he finally got my number at the end of last year. It was my birthday, around my birthday last year. And then he was only texting me about football. And so something in me was like, no, like I was really ignoring him some days because I'm like, you got my number to talk about the same shit we was talking about on Instagram. So either you're going to make a move or I'm done talking to you. And I'm the type, I don't save numbers. Like I just saved his number like in December. So I waited about two months to save his number and he did the same. I don't really give a fuck. It's your phone. You pay your bill. I'm not your mama. You do what you want. I didn't save his number till about December, which is when we started really like figuring out, okay, like this is what we're going to do. And so I finally told him, I was like, I just knew there was more to this than football because I'm not going to lie. I was getting ready to stop talking to your ass because every day that's all we talked about or like going to a game together. Cause at that point I was single. So like entertaining us going out to watch a game. Okay, cool. And I genuinely do love football. So, okay. But he told me it was like his, his way in. I guess like he was trying to play on something we had in common to get a conversation started to see what type of personality I had. And obviously I passed the vibe check because I just got off the phone with the nigga like 30 minutes ago and he's going to call me tonight. So I going back to my initial, I wouldn't have figured out that he's somebody I could see a relationship with if I didn't date, if I didn't figure out what I don't like. Like, I don't like redundant, repetitive conversations. Like, have a real conversation with me, especially because I'm not a huge texter. So if you're texting me what you doing every fucking day, nigga, I'm not responding because I'm probably doing the same shit every day, Monday through Friday. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work. I'm going to get off work. I'm going to cook. I'm going to eat. I'm going to get to bed by nine o'clock. That's my day. You know what I'm doing. Let's talk about something else. Let's move on. Let's find a little bit more substance because I know you got it in you. So I will say that is what one of the major things that set him apart from the people that I was quote unquote entertaining at the time that he got my numbers. Like, okay, no, he can have a real conversation. Like I I feel like an adult having a conversation with another adult, not a fucking 16 year old high schooler flirting and carrying on with some random on the basketball team. Like, this ain't that. I'm not for no kid shit. I already don't like talking a whole lot. So when I do, it needs to have some substance. I'm not saying that I'm not a clown. I'm not saying that I don't act goofy every once in a while. And sometimes I'm a very dry texter. But what I am saying is to get my attention and to keep my attention, it's going to start with the conversation. Because first of all, I don't like talking to everybody. So if I like talking to you and you have something to give me to talk about, then by all means, baby, you got me. And that is exactly how he hooked me. Damn, y'all. I really, um, because the only other thing I, I had was setting boundaries, which I feel like I talked about with everything. I talked about ultimatums. And then next to it, I put right or wrong. I don't think they're right or wrong. It just depends on you and 
what your end goal is in a, in a relationship, in dating, like I'm dating to marry, which is why I'm enjoying taking this relationship slow. But at the end of the day, like I'm not going to wait all day for you to figure out if that's what you want from me or with me. Because like I say, by the time June comes around, we're going to be six, seven months in. Time is ticking, sir. What are we doing? Like, because I don't want to feel like I'm wasting my time. You know what I mean? Like, just talking and getting to know each other. There's only so much you're going to know about me. There's only so much I'm going to know about you. Like, at what point are we going to start doing shit together and, like, focusing on us and not so much us as individuals trying to come together as a couple? So, you do what works for you. I have never done an ultimatum, but I'm standing 10 toes on that ultimatum because I'm tired of wasting my time. Am I young? Yes, I am. But I know what I want for myself. And that includes a relationship that leads to marriage at the end of the day. That's just what I value. That's what I believe is in the cards for myself. And so I'm looking for somebody who's on that path or can at least see that same thing with me. So that's that on that. And then the last thing was how I apply dating to myself, which I've already popped my shit about that. Like I already said that I was going to apply that throughout every topic I talked about. So that wraps it up, my babies and my brother. Because now I feel like I can literally, I feel like until I quote unquote expand or like I say, if this doesn't go anywhere, I know who listens to me. I know who doesn't listen to me. I know who supports me. I know who doesn't support me. I can see the analytics. Like, (laughs) it is what it is. But I've come to the conclusion that most of my audience, 99.8% of my audience is women. And that other little small percentage is my brother. And that's just him pressing play and letting the bitch play. Like, one day he came over and once we, he realized I was serious about podcasting, he literally, like... We sat here and had a whole conversation in my living room and he had the episode going on low. So, AJ, if you've made it this far, I love you. I love that you're the only male that listens to me. And um, don't judge me for this episode. You know your sister. Let's, let's not, okay? But to my girlies that have tuned in, I love each and every one of y'all. Oh, y'all, so I was thinking today, a lot of people keep asking me, like, am I going to have guests? And... <laughs> I think I want to entertain the thought of having someone else on here with me. I haven't figured out how to do it. Like, I know there's a way to do it virtually. Like, you get on, like, FaceTime or something, and you do it that way. I have to figure it out. But I wouldn't mind some of my girls hopping on this bitch with me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it would be fun. I really want to do a truth or drink for sure. But I think... That would have to be in person. Like, I don't think that would be fun on FaceTime. Like, it's fun to drink on FaceTime, like, see a shot, take a shot type shit. But I think it would be so much fun to do it, like, in person together. That shit would be fucking hilarious. Or, like, get high and do a podcast. And for those that know me, know I don't smoke, but an edible from time to time... I'm not going to turn down. Like, that's my shit. So it's just something that I started thinking about yesterday. It's something that I really want to entertain because, like I say, or like I said in my last episode, like, I do have a group of girls, women, 
sorry, that really do support me. And I would love to have them on here because they know me. You know what I mean? And I feel like like they could ask me questions. I could ask them questions. We could go down memory lane because a lot of the people who have asked me about guests are people I've known for years now. So it's like we could really like pop our shit. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you got this far in the episode and hit me up on my podcast, Instagram or my personal because at this point you should be following both and let me know if you think having guests on starting soon will be something that my girlies are interested in and who would actually like to or want to genuinely be a guest on the show so that we can enjoy each other. So I love each and every one of you. By the time you hear this, I will either be on my way back to Houston or in Houston. So I love you. Enjoy your fucking week. I'm hoping that my week ends well and starts on a better slate come tomorrow. So if you're hearing this on Sunday, tomorrow be a Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. Thank you for tuning the fuck in with me. And I will see all of you beautiful, beautiful people next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday. And if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at A Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week. Yeah.